Martini Bar, Jerry McCarty here with special guest, the owner of the Martini Bar, Rick Farmelo. <laughs> Welcome, are, Rick. Things are getting pretty bad when the when the the guy that the bar is named after is a, is a guest. Also, starring. it's a treat for everybody. And uh, so, Rick has been doing all of these shows, and I get to see him on Facebook and all this stuff. Did, Rick, Disney animator, tell everybody who isn't familiar with you, all the things you've done, all you the... people not familiar with me? Yeah. Well, I've been doing uh, a lot of shows. Christy and I have been doing a lot of appearances at con- comic conventions all over the... I shouldn't say all over the country, but they have been all over the country. Just did the recent Stanley. Uh, it's called the Stanley L.A. Comic Convention now. It used to be called Kamikaze, but anyway, so we've been doing a lot of shows, and I have a booth, and I sign stills and i do drawings and awesome and you can look up rick farmer on imdb and see all the movies but he's done a lot of animation with both disney and dreamworks and lots of other independent things too warner brothers but yeah but uh the uh all of them that you love the uh, beauty and the beast uh, aladdin uh Little Mermaid, Prince of Egypt, everything. So uh, we're going to talk today about. Um, oh, so if people want to follow you, how do they follow you? They can follow you on Twitter. Well, they can my you have car. a website. I'll right? get my license. Oh, your license follow my car. Nice. Or if you don't feel like if, if you don't live in LA, um, you can just basically go on Facebook. That's the best way. Facebook, um, Rick Farmalow. Just look up Rick Farmalow on Facebook. There's only one of me. There the you last go. Last I checked. So yeah, you can follow me on Facebook. There you go. Okay, so today we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Disney villains. And so, I don't know, have you ever animated a villain? Uh, you usually do the no. fun I do the loving fun character. They don't trust me with the serious evil characters. Oops, I don't think good. I've actually ever... The only thing, time I've animated a villain is if my character happens to be with the villain. And I do ah. a couple of drawings of him. For, like, for instance, LeFou right. and Gaston. Gaston. Maybe I'll do a little bit of Gaston. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the, the Gaston guy would do that. So Because I mean, LeFou is always with Gaston. Um, okay, would, so Rick Farmer, you are our guest. You get to tell us your first. And it's a whole thing that goes into it. I mean, Rick as an animator does the animation, but the voice, the script everything goes in to make the uh villain a great villain but uh so give us your favorite when he is, when he is a great villain all that stuff's supposed to work yeah. yeah so give us your favorite great villain disney villain well, and tell us why my favorite villain is and it's there's a few reasons why i like this guy the best is um there's probably a couple but i think if i have to name one it would be captain hook captain peter hook pan. really peter pan because I, first of all i love the way he looks I love his design. I love the acting of Hans Conried. Mm-hmm. I just I think he's, he's a great voice. I love the animation of Captain Hook. I also like the fact that he's a real threat. I don't like com- I don't like comedy villains where they're not a threat. Right. Where they're like they're so goofy and and, and you know uh, 
buffoonish, you don't take him seriously. But Captain Hook wanted to kill Peter Pan. There's no, there's no like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna defeat you and how, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm going to kill you. He wanted to kill Peter Pan, and that's what. And he had a hook. He has right. that hook from when the crocodile bit his hand off. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a real axe to grind. Wow. Um, so I love the fact that he's and he, but unfortunately, not or or fortunately, he's a victim of a lot of slapstick stuff and yeah. you know things like that but he's he's a real threat and that's all great villains are real threats yeah and i love having rick here because he's a uh he's a a, a uh, i don't know he knows a whole lot about disney history too so hans connery enough doing that so what year was uh was did that come out peter Ish, pan peter was pan 50 was 53 mid 50s okay so um, in the 50s so hans so, connery was an actor he was a, he was a yeah, but he's kind actor. of a pretty famous act i mean now yeah. they always now disney gets great you know they get, they movie big, actors they get big stars now back then they would get voices and personalities right. and hans and, connery was a particular personality as was someone like vincent price we get vincent price for the great mouse detective right he was a distinct voice, voice. you knew who he was yeah. and he played vincent price and he brings a whole lot yeah Okay, so that's good well i'm gonna do one mine real quick and then we have to take a commercial mm-hmm. but uh, you said Somebody that's really, I like that you think about Captain Hook wanting to kill Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Mine is also just kind of the whole point of it. And uh, it's Corella DeVille. Yep, she's great. Because she actually wants to kill puppies. Yeah, kill puppies. To make, <laughs> make a coat. You can't, you, can't make, you can't be a better villain <laughs> killing puppies. Yeah. She wants to kill a bunch of puppies. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, yeah, so that's mine. Corella DeVille and the name Corella DeVille is yeah. you know, Cruel Devil. It's like, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's like so. Can't beat that. So that's mine. We'll take a quick commercial. When we come back, we'll talk about more we'll Disney be, villains. Amazing. We both chose one from the fifth. Was, uh, was uh, 101 Dalmatians 50s? That was 61. 61. Man. See, I love having them here. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in Trivia. after these messages with Rick Farmelo at Rick's Martini Bar talking about Disney villains. Cheers. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. Okay, we are back. And you know, speaking of Rick's Martini Bar, I was un- unpacking some stuff. I just moved to uh, the, the West Valley uh, like a week and a half ago. Uh, and uh, I was unpacking some stuff and going through some boxes and taking stuff out. And I found my Rick's Martini shirt. Ah, I like, nice. And I love that thing. It's black. It has this cool piping yeah. on the sides. It is so cool. Anyway, I should have I should have thought to wear that today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love that shirt. Anyway, we're back and we're talking about Disney villains, Jerry. So. Right. And Rick Farmlow is an animator. He travels around the country doing animation for people. And if you follow him on Facebook, I love seeing people just so thrilled to get a original drawing, drawing and by Rick Farmelo. And, and I meet some famous people once in a while. Oh, you mean you know, famous people lots of the while. Out, hung out with uh, Hugh Grant. Well, I shouldn't say hung out with Hugh Grant, but we always out with yeah, the party. Cool. The, the, you've, the, the people that you've yeah, – I mean, that's an interesting thing that people don't know, I'm sure. But you actually interact with the people that do the voices, mm-hmm. right? So the people many, that you have times, uh, yeah. worked with that you have animated a character, is there any anybody that you stands out as somebody that was – Interesting well, to have animated. The most interesting and probably the most fun was Buddy Hackett for Scuttle. Who did in the Scuttle, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Um, and we actually became friends because awesome. of the. I'd go to all the recordings. And of course, I loved his stuff anyway. I loved him as, staple a, as, on as an actor Carson. and a comedian. Yeah, yeah, he was on Carson all the time. 
Plus, he's been in a lot of great movies like A Mad, 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 Mad World. Um, but he was a great guy, and he was really interesting and kind of crazy. Yeah. He, just, yeah. he was almost – he reminded me a little bit of Robin Williams in that he was just right. like stream of consciousness kind of stuff. And right. he just was a naturally funny person. So he was one that really stood out. John Candy was another one that uh, – he did the voice of Wilbur from – Rescuers Down Under, and he was just—he was also a funny guy, but he was just a super, super nice guy. Yeah, like one of the—I mean, I'm the mo- one of the most generous, nicest guys you've ever want to meet. So very cool. Working with some of these guys was really okay. Cool. Well, those were nice guys. Let's talk yeah. about villains. So we're talking Disney villains. Great history of those Disney villains, by yeah. the way. And we talked about Captain Hook and Cruella Deville. Give me another one. Um, Shere Khan, Shere Khan from the Jungle Book, and I love the the fact that I, what I love about Shere Khan is he was he put, it was pretty much played straight the whole movie. There was nothing funny about him. It was uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, I just forgot the actor's name. Oh my god, um, George Sanders. Who's oh, George old, Sanders? George Sanders did wow. the voice. And I he did not know that. Very very subtle, very low key. And I think it added to the animation that Milt Call did on Shere Khan, just the subtlety of his wow. delivery. And Milt Call just animated. If you ever see Jungle Book again, watch the acting. Watch the acting in the whole movie, frankly. All the characters, the acting and the subtlety in the performances. But look at Shere Khan and look how subtle and the little, the uh-huh. little things that Milt did with his acting. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, the, and the stuff he didn't do, the stuff that he just – underplayed so much um, but i love Shere Khan for that reason the, the acting is great i love the design of the character i love the animation of the character and I love the fact that the character is never a buffoon the, right you know even when he gets his at the end it's not really a funny way that he gets it so yeah. it's it's you know i love the fact that he was played real straight you know cool. throughout the whole movie good one i'm gonna also give a uh feeling one of my favorite ones we talked about the all the ingredients coming together and uh, mine is Scar in The Lion mm-hmm. King, Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Great voice and that same kind of thing, that subtle thing yep. where you know he's up to well, something. Well, Andreas Deja, who animated Scar, he loved Milk Call. Oh, really? loved, loves, still loves Milk Call. And he loved Shere Khan. So he was thinking, this is kind of my... Wow. Opportunity to do that kind of a character. Now it was a diff. It wasn't that character, but Andreas used same Milt's, kind of very slow. Yes, if you moving. watch it, you'll see some real similarities in the way that Andreas handled the acting, right. and Jeremy Irons. And Jeremy Irons played it again very subtle. Right. I think it's a British thing. I don't know because I Jeremy, Jeremy Irons and George Sanders are both British, and I think the under underplaying of the character rather than rather than going big with it, they went small. Wow. And I think that made the character a lot more sinister and threatening. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. But yeah. that we said those two right after each other mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Uncle Scar, bad yeah. guy. Not, a, not that kind of uncle I'd want. No, no, not, not like Uncle Charlie. Or uncle, or uncle, <laughs> not, <laughs> nothing sense. like Uncle Charlie. <laughs> or Uncle Walt from Or Uncle Walt from who Dead. Walt created Disney. all these things. So uh, give us well, another one. Oh, yeah. um, let me think. I'm trying to think of some modern. I think uh, – I think Ursula is a cool villain. Or, she's from, an interesting one for me because from uh, from Little Mermaid. Little she, Mermaid. She's probably. Know. I mean, she was the first one in that new, you know, the new D- Disney. The do you new cut? Disney, do you yeah. cut? Do you count that as the new Disney? The Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, is I would. Being, I mean, yeah. is the new kind of a the rena- the renaissance? Yeah, the new. The people call it the second golden age. Right. 
Um, and she was a really colorful character. Right. Again, real threat, but she was really entertaining. It was yeah. fun to you, – you never got bored when she was on the screen, just the way she would – the way Pat Carroll delivered the lines. Right, right. And Pat Carroll is a comedian. I mean, Pat, Pat Carroll is like she, a who she is. 60s she's television still around. comedian. She's really awesome. I've met her a couple of times. She's super nice. Um, she was on the Danny Thomas show back in. So she was a comedian. So she, and she's done, she's done a lot of stage. She played it very theatrically, which is what Howard Ashman, who wrote the score and wrote, you know, helped write the story. He wanted a theatrical kind of performance right. and she gave that kind of performance. So when you watch her on the screen, She's very big. Yeah, yeah. The at the end, she gets really big. big. She gets really big at the end, too big for herself, too big for her own good at the end. But she, I think the way that that, uh, that Pat played her was very theatrical, very big. And it gave the animators a lot to, to work with. It's like, wow, we have this great voice, and it's very over the top and right. very theatrical. And it, it, it um, informed how the animation was done. You could do a really broad with the animation. Very interesting. Yeah, so we've had, uh, you know, serious actors doing it, and now we have a comedian doing it. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have one more segment with the great Rick Farmelo to talk about more Disney villains here at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here Chevrolets, didn't we? <laughs> with uh, Rick Farmelo over there talking about Disney villains. And Rick is a famous Disney animator. Uh, and I shouldn't say that Disney because you've done work for now. Uh, DreamWorks, like uh, mm-hmm. lots Leica, of places. Yeah, Fox Trolls. Yeah. Uh, work on some Tom and Jerry's. Yeah. You know, so you've uh, been around a I've lot of villains in your uh, movies. But so some, of, but we're, some of the villains I've worked for, but we're, we're not talking about <laughs> we're, we're talking, talking about, about animated villains, not real ones. Yeah. So let's uh, give me another one. Rick, oh, you're the guest. Think. If you don't have one, I do on the tip of my tongue. Um, that I'm, I'm trying. You know, it's funny. I'm not thinking a lot of the newer. Well, I'm going to give. Films. I'm going to give mine. Why don't you give? An, why don't I'm going to give mine. And give it's one. just. And it's it's a similar. Just uh, and this one, I credit all the animation uh, to it is Jafar, in yeah. in Aladdin. I I just think that that long face and the mustache and everything just went to make him just kind of a really tricky mm-hmm. villain yeah. when it all comes together at the end. Uh, uh, I did that. Who did the voice for um, Jonathan Freeman. Really? He was a stage actor. Wow. Real nice guy. But nobody super, super, super nice famous. I, I like that. I like that he's not famous. And yeah. In fact, all of the Aladdin villains, I'm sorry, all of the Aladdin Characters, except for uh, obviously Robin Williams and Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried was kind, but of, well, he wasn't like a big yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. We got him because of his voice, because right. he had such a distinct voice. Um, uh, Linda Larkin did uh, Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, Scott Wanger did uh, Aladdin. So the voices were not wow. big stars. They were people that that we thought were the voices were were distinct and good, and that's why we got him. And um, Jonathan did. Uh, I said Freeman. It's Friedman. Um, did Jafar and Andreas again animated animated uh, Jafar and very, again real subtle, very good job. Very little, just eye movements, yep. just subtle eye movements, subtle little things with his mouth. And yeah, yeah. it's always I always love that kind of acting when the, yeah. when the I mean the broad stuff. The genie is, you know, obviously so Robin Williams top. is boy he gives you a lot of material right. to work with and you can it's it's fun to animate. Yeah. 
someone who's that broad and that big, but it's such a challenge to animate something way more subtle, like like the Jafar character. Yeah. You know? so and it's like they move right. so slow that you know they're planning. Yeah. Their mind is ahead of their body. And they're more, yeah, they're, <laughs> I think, again, they're more of a threat. I think it's really important the villains actually be a threat. Um, and there have been villains that have not been threats. I'm trying to think. I can't think of any offhand. I don't want because some people may you know they may disagree with me, but I think the more bu- buffoonish a villain is, it's like oh come on, that's not a threat. He's yeah, not a yeah, threat yeah. Or she's not a threat. Yeah. But the more serious they are, right. the more they play it, play it for play it straight. You yeah. Know, yeah. For, and that's what in Little Mermaid they needed Pat Carroll because they had Bob Kate Cat Goldthwait. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait as a uh, uh, one of the henchmen being buffoonish. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was cool that they had her that could be the yeah. evilness that brought everything yeah. together. And it's it's good when the also when the villain is really motivated to yeah. be who they are. Um, what do you think about the Queen that? and Snow White? Is like she oh. she wants Snow White dead. Yeah. She wants to be the fairest in the land. So when there's a real threat. Especially when you want to kill the main character, it's not—it's not for political reasons. I mean, you want to kill that character, and that's obviously going to be a little be stronger dramatically. You know, we we uh, we uh, would you think of Hades in Hercules, uh, James Wood? I, I, thought, I, I thought he I was think cool. that character is really good. I thought he was really cool. And but Nick animation Ranieri, wise, Nick animated him. Yeah, animation wise, they had that w- with hair that was always on, <laughs> was fire, on fire, and we yeah. know the person that did the. Uh, 3D special effect to make that hair, and it was that uh, was kind of a, was that a new thing for Disney when they did that? And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, when you think of it, there weren't any villains that had that going on. Yeah, they <laughs> had a, an actual. I mean, because there was actually an effects animator, right? That, yeah, who did that, just just the hair, just yeah. the hair. Yeah, I mean, that's. But no, Nick did a Nick Ranieri animated Hades, and he did a really great job. Again, real subtle. Yeah, real subtle stuff. You don't want your villain to be kind of subtle. You know, the the stuff I did with sidekicks, that's bro- they're broader, they're funnier, they can do more stuff. But when the villain needs to be real threat, and this, I think the subtler you handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the the uh, I forget the guy's name in Princess and the Frog. Again, he was a real professor, doctor. What's his name? But he he had you know he's magic. He yeah, he, yeah. he did magic. And man, he was he was scary. scary. He was and he showed what he did. I think that was when Keith villain, David when, that did the voice when for you know for that. when you know when the villain shows you what his powers are, yeah, what he's capable of. Right, that's pretty scary. That's important when you know this guy. Yeah, he talks me, but what does he do? Oh, he backs it up by doing this. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That villain in Princess and the Frog was really yeah. a good another Maybe, later, latter day. You, you were talking about buffoon villains. Maybe Gaston would be a buffoon. Yeah, Gaston villain. was not a good. I don't think he was a good villain. Right. Only because I just thought, come on. I mean, yeah. I, I just said Bell had him outsmarted all the way. Right. You know, and that was interesting because in the beginning of the movie, the Beast is the bad guy. Right. The Beast is the villain, and it, it turns. Right. I just, I mean, I, lo- I love Beauty and the Beast. It was fun to work on. I think oh, it's yeah. a great movie. But I don't, I don't think you take Gaston as seriously until the end. He's got a gun. And, right. You know, I right. think he's like, you know, it's a little different, but he turns into a real threat. But I think throughout the movie, he's more of an like an arrogant annoyance right. rather than a real villain. Right. It's like, what does he want? Right, right. You right. know, what does he really, really want out of this? So that wasn't as strongly defined until later. Mm-hmm. You know, then he realizes, I gotta, I'm going to kill that. Again, Good call. It's the, the, that, that real threat. And uh, if we go, if we stray away from the uh, the uh, the Disney a little bit to include the uh, Pixar stuff, mm-hmm. um, 
any any of those stand out for you? They re- they're really not that I, well, strong. I mean, I like, I like Nemo, the, there really is. Incredibles. Oh, the, the Incredibles. Oh, that is a great villain. Yeah, he's a great villain. I, that uh, is. Uh, I'm trying to think of the actor that short did man, it. Short man complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Syndrome. Syndrome yeah. is the villain yeah, in that one, great. but he's just played perfectly. Yeah. And uh, the guy that was the skateboard, Jason Lee, yep. portraying him. But he just a, 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 a great thing at being just a normal guy without superpowers. Yep. That, just, uh, just a mean guy. That was <laughs> just a mean guy. Yeah. Good call. It's yeah, a good one to go out on. Yeah. So we, we talked about a lot of them. We talked about some uh, good ones. Um, is is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas considered Disney or no? It, uh, yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. So uh, yeah, it was boogie done, boogie. It was we'll done call, outside uh, of... Outside of the actual studio, it was right. done in, in the Bay Area. Henry Selleck directed it. It's a Tim Burton story, right. Tim Burton movie. Um, Henry directed it, uh, but it's a distributed by Disney. I don't yeah. even know what I, – I, yeah, it's under the Disney label. I mean, it was done with Disney money. It just wasn't done on the lot. So, okay. So I'll give um, Oogie, Oogie Boogie as a villain in there, yeah. as it also ran. But we got some good ones. Yeah. So, Rick Farmelo, thank you for being with us at, the mar- at your martini bar. And uh, it's great having you here. You move some of the furniture around, Jerry. I when like I'm to out do looking, that. the bar stools are in different positions. In fact, my key didn't even work in the lock. <laughs> we could have to talk about that. So look for Rick Farmelo coming to your area. He does all these conventions and shows. Any upcoming? Not uh, something coming in January? In January. We're, we're, Christy and I are doing two in January. We're going to do uh, SAC Anime. Uh, in Sacramento Sac for Sacramento, yeah, sure for Sacramento anime. We did the we did it la- we did it a couple of months ago up there, and it was really great. I mean, mm-hmm. probably our best. We probably had the best time up there. And then I'm doing one in the South uh, at the end of January. I forget exactly where it is. It might be uh, South Carolina. I'm not exactly sure. Cool. Or the name of it. It's um, it's called Kami Kazi. Kami. Comic, it's not about any comics. It's not, it's <laughs> it's like, it's comic like, books and yeah, it's and, and it's again, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a big show, and it's I haven't done that show yet. I haven't done awesome. it before, but I'm looking forward to doing that. So I have two coming in January. Okay, there's cool. more. There's one in Canada and, and, and other places. So but, follow Rick yeah. Carbolo on Facebook, and you can probably keep track of those or um, look up Kamikaze if you're in the South or if you're in Sacramento. Come see Rick Farmelo. I'm going to try to make it out there, too, to see one of them. He will. So, for the amazing Rick Farmelo, my name is Jerry McCarty. Join us next week for another episode of Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers! When I'm down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down